Welcome to the Real Fit, Real Talk podcast with your hosts, Kevin Jeffrey. Hey guys, welcome to the next episode of Real Fit, Real Talk. And today we're going to talk about getting the result that you want and, you know, just setting yourself up for a successful, uh, you know, journey in your fitness. Uh, we love to talk, say a fitness journey um, when we talk about people's fitness goals and improving and becoming the person that they want to be. Uh, it is all a journey and uh, you have ups and downs and you sometimes go off, off the piece, off the path uh, to the, the result that you want. But generally, when you're looking at a result, what we want to make sure is that it is simple and it, but it's, it's never going to be easy. You know, the, the, the path that we can set you and, the, and that you can set yourself is something that's always achievable, but requires different levels of commitment and different levels of change to get there. And that's kind of what we're going to just talk about today, just what we expect, what we would like to do and, and how you can start making the changes today to get the results that you want. Um, Always, guys, thank you very much for any emails that have been sent over, questions. Um, it's always good to uh, try and help people out as much as possible. That's what I'm here for. Um, you know, I don't try to pretend that I am any sort of guru or expert. Um, I've just been doing this for a, a long time, and in my experience counts a lot for me and, uh, and my athletes and the people that I train. Um, you know, I just try to make sure that we're getting better every day, you know, one day at a time. And, and as I say, even if we've fallen off, the wagon, brush ourselves down, get back on again and, and, and move forward. And, and when I can help people every day, if I get to help one person achieve something in that day, then I'm doing what I love and I'm doing what I, I signed up to do this job for. And this podcast is just another variation of that. It's just an opportunity to reach people in a different way and maybe, you know, just give you that one bit of, you know, golden advice that may help you achieve your goals this year, next year and beyond. Um, but yeah, thank you guys. Thank you for all those that come through. If you want to send any questions or any feedback, then connect at realfitonline.co.uk is the email and then it will get straight through to me and I can help answer those questions for you. So today, getting the result you want. Okay. How do we, how do we get results though? I mean, what, what are we talking about with results? I mean, results are obviously the, the end game when it comes to, you know, when you start your endeavor or when you, you know, get that initial motivation or when you feel like you've, you know, you've fallen off the wayside. And um, I've put out some uh, personal posts recently regards that for myself. You know, I've, I've had, you know, I've, as a child, I was overweight um, and I had, you know, I've obviously been dealing with the weight issues and, and food issues and things all the way from that stage of my life. But it, you know, again, through adult life, I've, I've had ups and downs. I mean, even recently, even through the first lockdown, um, you know, I've, I'd lost myself, I'd lost um, the body I, I wanted. Um, I'd gone through one of those cycles where I was putting on a bit of weight to build a bit of muscle, but then suddenly that spirals out of control. And then, you know, before you know it, you're, you're rocking the dad bod on the beach. And again, um, that for me was the wake up call, a picture of me uh, walking with my son on the beach. And I, you know, I just didn't look very good. I, did, I didn't feel very good at the time. And I, and I didn't look very good in the picture. And, and whenever I see a picture like that, you know, it's, it just sparks something in my mind. It reminds me of where I've been and where I don't want to go back to. And, and that's for me is my, is my fuel is my fire. So we'll talk about the whys, which I think, you know, we've talked about in the, in the past a little bit, but we can go more into deep, uh, you know, thoughts on that with people as we go into future podcasts. Um, but today we want to talk about the result. We want to talk about the end game, right? So 
how do you get a result? Now, I have a simple formula to success for any result. And it's something that I've said time again. And it will be my, my advice until the day I am no longer here, till I'm pushing up the daisies. And that is that results equal your effort times your consistency. Simple as that. That is that is where the simple never easy comes in because it's simply, you know, if you want something, if you work hard and do it every day, then inevitably you will find that you will get to that result. Um, there's no guarantees, of course. There's no, you know, there's no way we can stand there and say, hey, you know, you want to do, you know, you want to look like a, a ex movie star or, or athlete or whether it's going to be, we can definitely do that. But as always, if you work hard and, and, and do it consistently, you will get a result and you'll get as close to that result as you physically and mentally can if you do all the things right. You can follow the best program in the world. You can follow the best advice in the world, uh, the best dietary advice, the best mindset advice. But without the effort and consistency to, to push that advice through, you're always going to fail at reaching that particular result that you want. So if you want to look like XYZ movie star, sports star, whatever, you know, genetically you might not be there, but if you worked really hard and and in your diet and your training, you could certainly look the best version of yourself or the closest version of yourself to that person. It's just going to be very hard to be be that person. But it doesn't matter the program you do. If it's a great program and you don't put in the effort and consistency, you won't see it. Same on the opposite side. You could have a garbage program. Like the training would be awful, you know, just tons of isolation work, high reps all the time, you know, things that generally are the, the norm when it comes to sort of body composition training and and, and getting in shape, uh, toning, uh, however people want to say it. Um, but you could take a garbage program and put, if you put everything into it and you do the diet correctly and you follow the advice of your coach, you could get great results from it. So the programs and the diets themselves aren't the important thing. The result comes from how hard you want to work and then how consistently you do it. The more consistent you can you can be, Obviously, the better because that's going to work in the long long game. Um, but if you don't put the effort in, obviously, then the results won't be as amazing. You know, the, the, the effort is the is the driver for the amount of success you get. The consistency will ensure that that success will come just from repetition. It's just how it works. The way I like to look at it really is that I always compare training and stuff. Well, I compare most things in life to training. That's that's my problem. You see, I I come from a very one-sided argument in terms of everything in life is based around what I've learned from my training. Sometimes it's, it's, it's good and sometimes it might be bad. I don't know. I mean, you know, for me, it's all good because it's what I believe in. It's my beliefs, it's my principles, my standards, right? Um, but what I like to say really to people in, in terms of this is that, you know, I follow a recipe. You know, the reason I am successful at what I do and what the why I build the success, why I get the body shapes that I like, why I can drive and get results, and why I'm you know why I can eat the way I do, and everything else is based around you know the fact that I just follow a recipe, follow the recipe. And what I mean by that is that you know I'm not a world class chef, right? Um, but I can open a recipe book and I can cook a really nice meal or a cake or, you know, I can cook something really, really great for people to eat and people really enjoy eating it. Like uh, I, I make this um, chocolate cheesecake, marble chocolate cheesecake, which is um, Mary Berry's recipe off of BBC Good Food, right? Uh, you can find it. It's, it's amazing. So it's, it's a, such a good cheesecake. It's, it's my wife's favorite dessert. It's, ama it's amazing. I can make this thing and she, she absolutely loves it. And 
I just sit there and, and I'm, I'm quite shocked because, you know, it is really nice, but it's not something I've just come up with off the top of my head. I haven't just invented this this chocolate cheesecake. It It's a recipe. I just literally went to Tesco's, bought what was on the shopping list, uh, took it home, followed the instructions, and then voila, it was made. And that is literally like your training and nutrition, okay? You will be given a recipe and then that recipe will dictate on the you know or should be based around the result that you want and if you follow that recipe if you follow the training and you follow the nutrition and you do the mindset stuff daily and you talk to your coach or your colleagues on the daily down the line three weeks three months three years you know you'll see staggering changes and it will happen but it's consistency over that time that will lead to that you know and that is what as I say, that's all training is. It's just following a recipe. Someone will give you a plan. Someone will give you some advice and you just follow along. You just do what they say. You just do what's written down. And then, you know, suddenly magically the results will come. doesn't matter how good or bad the program is. You know, obviously you want to try and pick the best coaches, the ones that you trust the most and the ones that you think are going to have your best interests at heart. But even if you just like someone on the on Instagram or Facebook and you want to do their program, even if it's a, you know, a, a, a jump-a-thon that's going to smash your, your joints down the, down the line in, in the long term doesn't really matter because if you want to do it and you enjoy it and you know you're getting the result that you want then that's all that's going to matter in the long term look to be inspired you know what's going to drive you and most importantly what is going to be fun because in the end you know as much as i love training and nutrition and everything else i understand that for a lot of people it is a chore it is a grind so Find an endeavor that you enjoy. Find, you know, I, I don't, if you don't want to lift weights and you don't want to eat the foods in the way I ask you to do, or, you know, using the, the, the uh, high density nutrition that I advise people to do, then that's cool. But find something else. Find your thing that's going to be able to be done with high effort and consistently over time. Could be, you know, a daily swim, a daily bike ride, a daily walk. Um, it could be, you know, going to your dancer size class, you know, with your friends. I, you know, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, as much as I can, you know, talk up and talk down to different methods of getting there, the end result is all that matters. And as long as you're putting in the time and the effort, then you should find that that result could be achievable if you follow the recipe. Okay. Have a plan, stick to the plan, always deliver. Great quote from Storks. Uh, if you haven't watched that movie, I definitely recommend watching that movie. Uh, you don't need to have kids there; it's fine. It's a it's a good cartoon. It's a good it's it's a, it's a you know funny cartoon. It's made by some great people. Um, but if you watch it with your kids as well, they'll enjoy it. So it's a family it's a family film. But that that sort of saying that that slogan is is something that sticks with me. It's just it's quite you know it, it it's quite silly in its in its way, but it is true. You know you you need a plan. You follow through with that plan. And then it will deliver a result to you. Whether it's the result that you initially, you know, you, t you totally want from the start, doesn't really matter because if you follow a process and work hard, if you did, you know, as I say, three three months is probably the the minimum I'd expect to, to be able to do something to see a sizable result. You know, three weeks is something that you can see how it's going to change you. Three months is enough for it to to sort of 
to actually see a result start happening after three months. And in three years is when I say that that is the time. If you can get to three years of doing something consistently, you will be a changed person. Your body will look different. Your mindset will be different. And I stole this 333 actually from a uh, from a dog trainer who um, came around to our house to just check before we, we got a dog over the lockdown. Um, and she said that it's the, the, the three 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 rule. Um, with dogs, it's a, a settled thing. So if they spend the first uh, three weeks you know, settling into the, into the house. I think it's three days, three months, uh, three weeks, three months. But I, I, I've stole, I've stolen it and turned it into to weeks, months, and years because it works better for fitness. Um, but yeah, anyway, so that's that's kind of a good way of looking at it. You've got three weeks that you're going to, you get into a rhythm and you can build, start building some habits. Three months is where you'll start seeing some real results and some real change. And then three years is when you will, you know, you'll be transformed. If you can keep consistent to the plan, push through, it will always deliver, no matter if it's good or bad, as long as you work hard and turn up every single day. So what are your goals? What is the goal that you are looking for? Now, depending on your goal will dictate the results that you desire. Okay, so let's start with the first one. Let's start with the, the elephant in the room, which is body composition. Okay, so this is where most people start training for. They want to look good. They want to, you know, fit the right clothes. They want to be a certain size. They want to walk along the beach in a swimsuit without being, you know, without scaring children. It's a, it's a basic kind of desire of most people that get into the fitness and, and, and training industry, which is absolutely fine. You know, we've talked about this in the past about vanity is, is a, is a, is actually a really important trait to have if you want to achieve something in fitness. Okay. It's something, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a good driver. Um, for how you feel and, and how you want to look. Okay, so body composition, your main driver will be the data that you receive. So things like hip and waist measurements or other measurements of other body parts. We I normally stick to hip and waist. It's normally for most people that that'll be enough just to see if their composition is going the right way. Uh, body weight is always a good one as well. Again, how your clothes fit, fit um, how you feel within your clothes can be a good indicator of your body composition improving. Um, I have people that do my nutritional and training programs um, and they you know their weight can fluctuate or stay around the same but as long as their body measurements are going in the right direction then that's an improvement in body composition because you know as we all know muscle weighs more than fat all the rest of those things that we know so if you put on you know two pound of muscle and lost two pound of fat over a course of say three months your body would completely transform you know you look you know to the eye different even though it's just a small change in in terms of your weight, your weight your weight may, hasn't changed in that time. You've lost two pound and you've, you've gained two pound in a sense, um, but that two pound of muscle will will look much better on you than the two pound of fat that you'd have lost as well. So weight can be deceiving, and it doesn't necessarily have to be the main driver. But we use weight and body measurements to make sure that we're getting the right result. So that would be your goal, and how you you know how you dictate where your results are going is by the body data that you get and the measurements, okay, and, and generally how you feel as well. Then you have health. Uh, your result there will be based on particular tests or particular markers. So maybe you you have a health check that you do with your doctor. Maybe you have a fitness test that you'd like to do at work, or you, maybe you have to do a fitness test at work. You know, if you work in you know military or um, you know firemen or police and stuff like that. Um, health and fitness is more about that side of things. We want to make sure that you're passing the, the adequate tests to make sure that your your body is healthy and you feel healthy and you feel better. 
Um, what we use in the fitness industry is generally movement screens. So we might have fitness tests that we could put, put people through to see what their aerobic fitness is like and everything else. In terms of health, though, you know, how you move is massively important. If your joints uh, are tight and, you know, uh, dysfunctional, um, then you won't be able to do things later on in life. You know, you you may be able to get away with it in your 20s, as we always say, your 30s even. But once you start hitting your 40s, 50s, 60s, you know, those uh, dysfunctions become more apparent and you start picking up more injuries um, as you as you progress in life. So it might be that you're, uh, you know, from sitting down all day, your hips are super tight and your glutes are super weak. Uh, so you have poor hip mobility and then eventually you get banged up knees, bad lower back, you know, all the all the sort of signs of aging as we, we like to we put, you know, we like to pretend that you know, as we get into the sort of later years of our life, mid midlife onwards, that we just are meant to have a bad back all the time, and you know, we're just not meant to do strenuous things, and we take it easy. Well, that's that's horse. I'm not going to swear, and not for the first time in this podcast, but you know, that for me is you know something that is again, we can cover this in a future podcast. But using age to define you and to say that you should be you know, basically old and decrepit by the time you're getting into your later years is a ridiculous idea. And actually, it's the opposite we want to be doing. We want to move better. We want to be passing our medical markers. We want to be the 1%. The higher, the older we get, the more we want to be that 1% because we want to be as fit and as mobile and as healthy as we can be to better our lives, but also to, to enjoy other parts of our life, you know, having children, having grandchildren, you know, living long enough to see people have a good life and, and have a good life yourself. There's no guarantees that being fitter and, and leaner and, and being healthier will give you a longer life because you can't guarantee that for people. But you give yourself a much better opportunity to do that. You give yourself better odds. So I would rather, you know, put my chips into the basket of if I'm healthier, if I'm leaner, if I'm stronger, if I move better, I'm going to live probably probably longer, you know, we'll just, we'll just say that. And then that, that puts it, things in my favor. So medical tests and movement screens are really good to sort of, you know, see how you're going health wise. And it's a good way to start off a program and to make sure that your health isn't going to be at risk. If you push yourself down a particular path in terms of a particular program, your coach should take you through that. And if they don't, then you can join Real for X with me and I can take you through that process. And the last thing then is performance. So performance is, uh, you know, can drive other factors. It can, it can actually, to improve performance, generally speaking, the other things will come in line with it anyway, because to improve performance, you want to make sure that you're at your healthiest in terms of how your joints move, in terms of how you feel, and in terms of actually how fit you are. Um, and also when you improve performance, it generally drives body composition. It has a positive effect on your body composition as well. So Performance is, is why really we, we concentrate so much on the logbook, concentrate so much on building towards a competition, building towards improving what you do day to day. And as I say, depending on the endeavor you take on board, whether it's weight training, you know, whether it's going for a bike ride, whatever it's going to be, you know, it's, it's finding that, that that little bit of improvement, that little bit of way of, 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 of being a little better each day. Uh, it's not necessarily, you know, a case of having more weight on the bar. It might be just moving better with weight on your back it might be you know not necessarily you know running faster but it might be improving the way you run you're moving improving your mechanics and looking at how your stance is and how you drive your arms and things like that so performance is a lot more um you know you can go much more into the detail and what really should happen is with performance you should see it in your logbook you should see it in your 
your training every day, when you're writing down your results, what you got for that day of training, you should be improving. You should be pushing forward from that. More weight, more reps, better quality reps. These are things that can be a good indication of your performance improving, and they all affects everything else within the circle of life. Okay, so when you're picking a goal, just think what is important to me for that goal. If it is to look better, then obviously I'm going to have to use data and and body weight and stuff like that because it's going to help me decipher whether what I'm doing is working. That's that's the only thing you're using for. You're not using it to beat yourself with, you know, if you if the scale weight isn't going down this week or you know if things aren't going correct, you're not going to beat yourself up over it. You know, these are pure data-driven things. So if you if you don't want to use the scale, you don't want to measure yourself and all the rest of it, then probably, you know, the body composition thing isn't going to be for you right now. Maybe, you know, mentally you need to be in the right space for it to, to do it properly and not to then make it a thing that um, becomes an obsession or drives you down the wrong path. So body composition is, a, you know, a good goal to go for. And it's the reason that most of us start in fitness. But generally speaking, you know, it's... It, it needs to be used for its goal. It needs, you know, if you want to look better, then cool, but do that and push yourself down that path, but don't obsess about it. Don't become too high end of that. The health indications, obviously, something that we should all probably do anyway, moving better, feeling better, you know, living longer. That's they're the things that we want to do. So our, our nutrition and our training should revolve around improvement of how healthy our joints are, how healthy we are as individuals, uh, and that will lead to better results in the long term. And, and, and so, as I say, movement screening and various fitness tests, you know, things like maybe, a, a you know, a bleep test or something like that, that, you know, you, you might do at work. That's a good indication that your cardiovascular health is improving. You know, if you can get better at that, you know, just little little things like that. And health is, is something that is more long term and something that people generally, as you age, is more important to them. So, that can be your goal. If that is your goal, then, you know, there's ways of making sure that you're going on the right path there. And then obviously performance, if you are a competitive person, then pushing yourself down the path of performance is always going to be the best marker because everything else should improve alongside with that. Now, there is a crossover with all of them, really. If you improve your health markers, if you improve how you move, your performance will improve and your body composition will probably improve as well because you'll stand better, you'll feel better. Um, it's, it's, it's all interlinked, but generally speaking, understanding what your goal is at the start will always help you make a better plan for the long term for those three weeks, three months, three years, and just go through from there. And then really the question, the, the final question we go through is, you know, do you surround yourself for success? Because you can have a plan, you can have a result that you want to get, you can, you know, you have everything in place, but if you don't surround yourself with the right people that are going to help you towards that goal, then that can be a massive obstacle as well. Um, and we will talk more about obstacles in the future. Um, I think it's an important aspect to sort of look into as to why people don't quite get the results that they want to get. But finding the right people in your life uh, who can help you down that path is always going to be a bigger uh, sort of opportunity for that success. So the first thing I would say is, you know, get a coach, get someone who you can trust to follow. Now, it doesn't have to be someone physically, you know, you, know, you meet down the gym, um, you know, you don't have to go and get a personal trainer. Uh, you don't have to spend a, a ton of money to do that, but it does help. It does help when you can find someone who can guide you through the wilderness, because as much as, you know, for me, I take it for granted, you know, I, it's been an obsession and something that I've spent many a year reading about, learning about trial, error, seeing what works, seeing what doesn't work. And I built up a fountain of knowledge over the last sort of 20 plus years of being around the fitness industry to know what it is that I need to do. But, 
you probably don't have that luxury or you might have tried things and they didn't work. So you thought, well, that doesn't work. You know, if you have a coach, you know, who can help guide you and say, okay, well, this is the result you want. Let's build a battle plan for you. Let's, let's actually plan something out. Let's see how we can get there and follow their advice. You don't have to pay them weekly for it. It could be just something that you pay someone to sit down with for a couple of hours, go over what they, you know, what you want to achieve, how you want to achieve it, all the rest of it. And they will help you build a plan around that thing. But having someone that you can talk to and will give you the advice and will help turn, you know, decades into just months or years, you know, you, you may find if you fumble along for three years, you'll get a result. But just imagine if you had that advice right from the start, that first three weeks, that first three months, you probably would have got a much bigger result, which means in three years, you would be in a much better place for it just because you would have got some advice and support to help inspire you and push you towards that goal. Surrounding yourself with family and peers that support you as well is a great thing. Obviously, you can't guarantee that. Um, you can choose your friends, but you can't choose your family, they say, right? So what you want to make sure is that you don't get into too much of a negative circle. When you when you hear people that will inevitably, you know, from their own failures or from their own misunderstanding of something, bring down your result or talk down your result or talk down your goals, that's not something that you need in terms of a, a constant reminder. Now, I'm never going to say cut people out of your life and throw, you know, at the end of the day, you're friends and your family, your friends and family, you, you should support and help them. But once you start understanding things a little better, you can then start explaining things much better to them. And, and it builds that support structure to help inspire other people. You know, that's something that you can do. And, and, and really, that's something that we try to do as coaches. You know, if we can affect one person, and then they can affect one person and, or, you know, and, and so on and so forth, then in the long grand scheme of things, you know, you could affect 10 different people's lives, you know, by helping someone move and look and feel better they inspire their children and their family and their friends to do something more and then it goes on and on and on and, and that coach doesn't have to be paid by all these people that are inspired and, and move forward but that helping that one person will be enough to, to, to make that change and that's something that we drive to do every single day just to help that one person with that one thing if you don't want to coach if you don't want to go down that route then obviously on the internet there is plenty of people to take advice from you know i I don't believe that I know more or less than any other person. And if you like someone and you like what they do, follow that, find out more about that, learn more about that, do it with effort and consistency, and you will see a result come through from there. The last sort of part in words, really just talking about the diet and training, uh, as we're coming towards the end of this podcast. Um, one thing you want to make sure, well, there's three things you want to make sure really, is that one, it needs to be sustainable for life. If you're going to take on a diet and nutritional program, you want to make sure that you can see yourself doing it in three years time, in 10 years time. You know, don't pick things that are going to be too extreme, are going to be too quick to try and change something about your life. The high intensity training and the, the strict uh, restrictive diets aren't going to help you in the long run. You need to think of sustainable times and how you can actually build it on. That also, the number two is promote a better quality of life, okay? You want it to improve your health. You want it to improve your performance. You want it to improve your body composition. That's They're, they're all good things to aim for. Make sure your training and your nutrition build that quality and ma actually make you a better person and not just, as I say, give you a shock result for short terms that are unsustainable and then you end up falling off the wagon at the end. And the last bit of advice about picking your training and nutritional coaches or plans that you go from is just don't be weird 
Okay, real simple advice. If you are doing something that when you go to family events or go out for meals with your partner or spouse, you know, going, hanging out with your friends, whatever it's going to be, if, if your diet and training means that you can't have fun and you can't enjoy the good things in life, the food and the drink and everything else, then it is not going to work in the long run. It's not going to work for you unless you want to change your circle of friends and family that you hang out with. So don't be weird. Be sustainable. Promote better quality of life. Take advice, as much advice as you can get. Ask as many questions as you need. And that, my friends, brings us nicely towards the end of here. If you have questions or you need advice, then it is always here. If you can contact us at connect at realfitonline.co.uk via email, we can help start getting you through the process. We have training programs. We have online, hybrid, or in-person programs we can go through with you as well. We're always here to help give advice and help you become the best version of yourself, to be the most awesome version of yourself. That's that's all that's important. So getting a result is simple. It's never easy. Results equal effort times consistency. What you can do in three weeks will help build towards the results that you'll see in three months that will build towards the, the ultimate result that you want in three years. Think of those mind, mindset things that we've just gone through today. Hopefully that's helped you out a little bit from there, guys. Just be awesome. Go get that day. And I'll see you guys next week. Catch you there.